Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Hands-On Safety. And once again, we are excited today to have uh, another uh, another host, (laughs) 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 another guest with us today. Um, So uh, we have our regular crew here, George. Hey, everybody, what's up? And Megan. Hello, I'll actually say something this time. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Megan is not absentee today. We always like that. (laughs) Not quite, anyway. We'd also like to introduce Amy Wilson, who is here to talk about the SEED program, which stands for Safety, Education, and Empowering Defense. And Amy, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, I have to talk about myself? Um, (laughs) You didn't prep me for that. (laughs) My name's Amy Wilson. Um, I um, born and raised in, in Missouri, but I've lived a few different places. Before I was diagnosed with my vision, uh, I tended to ride motorcycle dirt bikes a lot. And when I was diagnosed, I started getting into wrestling um, and judo and, and things like that. Um, I was actually on the first women's judo team for the United States Association of Blind Athletes. Very cool. And you know, so that's just some some of my my stuff. I'm not. I'm, I'm still working on the talking about myself. <laughs> You're doing great. Not not a good skill yet. <laughs> I hear you. One of the things that um, I've been getting or doing in the last like decade, it seems like getting more involved in with uh, the blind community, working with different organizations, or before I even knew there was blind organizations, I just started my own groups to meet other blind and visually impaired people wherever I lived. Sometimes it was weird because I'd stalk them. Like I could see them, they couldn't see me, but I was like, I need a friend. (laughs) (laughs) Be my friend. George George knows all about stalking blind people. (laughs) A new hobby. Exactly. It will. You'll see a blind person be like, I have to go talk to them. I got something for you. I, I, I do this in the stores even now. My husband will tell me, hey, there's a blind person over there. I'm like, I got to go talk to him. He's like, I know. <laughs> so, That's hilarious. He helps me stalk people. It's nice. No. <laughs> but um, most recently, I was um, hired, voted. I don't know what to call it, How I what the process was, but I became the program director of the SEED program. And it's a part of Strive for You organization. And their uh, big focus is peer-to-peer uh, trainings and teachings and stuff. So that, yeah, we'll go with that. Okay. That sounds great. There you go. You did good. <laughs> Better than I would have done. <laughs> Awesome. It's a work in progress. I sent off my bio for the website to uh, the exec, you know, Ricky and Christy, the co-executive directors, and Ricky sent me back my bio, and I was like, "Man, you made me sound even better with the way you said." <laughs> I need <laughs> to memorize is, that. Right. <laughs> it is hard to talk about yourself without feeling like you're posting or just not just not knowing what to say. It's it's tough. I've tried to write one a few times and always rewrite it and rewrite it and rewrite it and then put it down and don't go back to it so been there done that yep it can be difficult but that's good so you've uh you've been the director uh for seed for just a few weeks now 
and yeah, um, officially the director. I think you've been you've been doing all the work for. Much I heard there was a Trump uh, vote in there when everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What yes, Ricky was all like, we had twenty-two, and and Trump was in there somehow, but yeah. <laughs> well, might need a job, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, I, I'm still trying to figure out how how there were twenty-two votes among eight people, but uh -uh. you know, it couldn't have possibly been rigged at all. <laughs> <laughs> we would never do that. <laughs> Uh, but you have been you have been running the the setup for this program for definitely for longer. So I'm glad that everyone unanimously felt that you deserved to be the. That's director. the part I I think I was most excited about was when everybody agreed because yeah. when it's when it's come to working on this program, we've had so many different um, perspectives on it and what they feel would be you know best and 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 I'm always trying to you know include people's you know, feedback to a certain extent, but when a whole team of people can agree on one thing, it's just, it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it is very nice. <laughs> so Amy, I herded all the cats into one room. Hallelujah. <laughs> so Amy. Yes. Uh, since Leslie wants me to ask questions, I'm going to ask my first one now, if you don't mind. Oh, no, go for it. I'm honored. I, <laughs> I just threw Leslie under the bus. It's fine. <laughs> go right ahead. <laughs> I live there. <laughs> uh, so mm -hmm. could you possibly explain a bit about the SEED program? I know you just touched a little bit on it in your kind of um, introduction, but for those of us who are not very familiar with it, I've heard a little bit from Leslie, but could you please possibly explain a little bit about it? Yes. Yeah, I can. So SEED does two things very well, and it's definitely in the name. We have safety education curriculum, and we have a self-defense program that are being developed. And so um, we're training our instructors to be able to do both components. It's not one of those things, those kinds of programs where you have to do self, you know, hands-on self-defense training if you don't want to. Our safety education courses are going to be available, whether it's online or in person, having an instructor teach. And then there's that component of the hands-on self-defense part of the program. Uh, the thing that I'm most excited, and I'm probably 100% biased on the safety education part, is I think it's a fun way of talking about safety education to where people actually maybe want to reread the book over and over again. Um, I want the, my, the plan for the safety education curriculum is no matter who, what demographic we're building it for, it can be utilized over and over again. Um, like the kids, the kids program that I'm, um, well, not program, but the kids course that I'm creating, it's designed to where it's sort of superhero themed because what kid doesn't love a good superhero? You can come up with your own superhero name, that sort of thing. But the course is developed to where families can do this together, whether it's, you know, the kid and one parent or, you know, the whole family's involved. It helps the family to open up that conversation of what is safety? What are things we need to look at? Um, how should we prepare? Those, those types of things. But, you know, you get to you know, come up with a cool superhero name for your team and stuff like that. Uh, and then the other one 
that I've been working on is for our transition age, because we've got our basic safety education course that has got all sorts of wonderful pop references in it. We've got zombie land, Batman references. It's, I, th- I personally think it's a lot of fun. So um, I haven't got a whole lot of feedback on it yet, but again, I'm probably biased. And then uh, for our transition age, because kids and transition age, in my opinion, and I think everybody that's involved with SEED, we, that you know, that was sort of our first focus group that we wanted to make sure we were providing information for those, those demographics, because they are at, at higher risk, especially when they're, they're blind and visually impaired. So the transition age, I'm excited about this. I even almost want to do it myself just because I think it would be fun. But the, the course is set up where it's, um, it's like a choose your character and you go on this, you're, you're preparing for a quest and you have to think about who are you taking on the quest? What supplies you might need? Where are you going? But it's all around safety and security and getting the, that age group to start thinking about what does that look like for them and gives them some different points to you know either think about there's spots in there for them to write down their own thoughts sort of thing. So I'm very excited about the, the safety education part. And then the, the self-defense part, um, I cannot take credit for that because we got George, who uh, is obviously a host here on the show, is one of uh, our advanced instructors in SEED. Um, I am also an advanced instructor in SEED, and we have two more advanced instructors. So the combination of all four of us we just went with a combo of 30 years experience. I don't know what it is, but I, I know between the, the four of us, we've definitely got quite a few years under our belt. <laughs> and we took all that experience and developed a program that a blind or visually impaired person who had no experience whatsoever could start building that process of being able to learn how to defend themselves we actually in this program we talk a lot about balancing which has not been done before in a self-defense program when it comes to the blind and visually impaired so this is new um to that i know it's not new to self to self-defense or martial arts by no means but we feel that it will help blind and visually impaired individuals to get a better footing so to say no pun intended So yeah, those are those are the, the essentially what what seed is, and um, we're working on stuff to where people can um, become self defense instructors if they want, or safety education instructors, and be able to teach people in their own communities and and that sort of stuff. So George, did I leave anything out? I mean, you know about as much as the program as I do. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Got to go quite well, actually. Um, I think I need to find me a superhero name, though. Yes, yes. absolutely. Right. Yes, I need a superhero. <laughs> thinking like Black Daddy or something. Yeah. <laughs> Choose that one, you know. I have no kids, so I mean, it's kind of weird. But, uh, you know. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. We're going to leave that one alone, right? <laughs> you guys are crazy. All I could think while you were sit- talking there, Amy, was, oh, I need a superhero. I want to do this. I want to do this. <laughs> 
I'm super psyched about the kids, like the the, the zombie land references. <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> well, like, so I put the zombie land stuff in the our basic safety education right, course. Right. There's some things that you know, and the the zombie land references are in our last module in it. So it's sort of like, what are your next steps? And yeah. you know, in zombie land, you need to follow the rules of zombie That's land. Right. You know. <laughs> Yeah, no absolutely. Different, no, no different with us. I love it. Yeah, and I love that. I love that you've you've worked really hard to make this fun, and especially for the kids and the transition age kids to keep them engaged in this and and try to make it more exciting for them. Exactly. Yeah, that's um, very important for the kids. Well, to I spent engaged. I spent a, quite a bit of time thinking it over, and I probably delayed it more than I should because I knew I wanted to have those two pieces, but. I spent time talking with my kid, other kids, and I just felt like superhero was the way to go. And, you know, if we can get the family involved, even even better. So, yeah, um, I like the superhero aspect. Uh, of course, I get Wonder Woman. That's going to be my my superhero. <laughs> you guys can't have that. So. <laughs> so I do have another question, if yeah. you don't mind. Oh, no, go for it. Um, so is this program aimed at blind or visually impaired people or is it aimed at people with multiple disabilities currently the focus is blind and visually impaired however um all the advanced instructors have the ability to sort of um you know if there's more than one disability we can teach you alternative techniques to uh, the moves that we're we're teaching you but I think right now our focus is just the blind and visually impaired. And then once we have that, it'll start expanding into other um, disabilities. And I think too, when you get a student in your class, yes, the focus is on blind and visually impaired, but you get a student in your class who's in a wheelchair or has other disabilities and maybe has problems with the range of motion or dexterity you can certainly adapt things to them to help them out. And it, you know, it may be that, and that's the nice thing about having this program and being able to collaborate with other coaches. And you can say, Hey, I've got this student in my class and I'm not entirely sure how to work with them on some things. We can help each other out and work together to help, you know, figure out what that student might need. That is the beautiful part about the, the network of instructors is you know, we, if, if we, like she said, come across student, we're like, uh, <laughs> you can do it. Okay. I got a number for that. I'm going <laughs> to. Right. It sounds really cool. Thank you. So Amy, when is this program? Uh, this program is not currently up and running yet, is it? Not quite. Uh, the goal is May 1st because we are about to turn everything in to the evaluation council that um, strive for you has they have built a evaluation committee I think that's I think it's evaluation committee that it is people who are college professors different backgrounds things like that and they take a look at all the curriculum we have including our instructor manuals safety defense courses those sorts of things and go okay I like it approved and then um, we, that's we can proceed smoothly. <laughs> you know, I, that's what I'm hoping for. Like, yeah. uh, just, uh, yes, we love it. Go for it. Yay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be ideal. Yes, exactly. 
Yes, but it would. I, I like to be optimistic. So absolutely. So when um when this program gets started, how how will people be able to enroll in this program or find coaches in their area, hopefully? A majority of our information is going to be found on the Strive for You website. And it's the word strive, S-T-R-I-V-E, the number four, and then Y-O-U.org. If you're interested, because they also have Strive for You also has adaptive sports that they do. That's called the Arise program. And that's another peer-to-peer thing. Um, then we have the seed program and they're coming out with another program later this year called the be real program. So there's lots of exciting things that are coming about, but connecting with the website, signing up for the newsletters, uh, you know, uh, would be another good one because then we're directly going to be like, Hey, seed is here. You can go and find an instructor, nice. something. <laughs> right. Right. So is Strive for You primarily United States based or are they international? Currently it is United States based and all the programs that are offered are nationwide. Um, They are based out of Nashville, Tennessee, but they've went um, just with the Arise program. They've done uh, workshops, trainings all over the country already. You break my heart, Amy. Break (laughs) my heart. Hey. Well, we will. Megan, in, we got to take the baby steps. Canada. Uh, <laughs> I know. But, I know. Uh, Canada or Mexico? I don't know. I think. Uh, well, Puerto Rico. That still counts in the the United States, for my States, right? Yeah. Yeah. Megan, you could be our first Canadian safety education instructor. Say there we go. Step your game up. I mean, you there. You can. I got to be educated first. Uh, but you at least can uh, develop an interest in the area for it. Yeah. Now you so. do that. That gives us reason to go up there. Yeah, absolutely. Come to me. <laughs> get, get, get to work, girl. Get to work. Start all right, spreading, all right. start spreading sure. the word. Recruit all sorts of people for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All those, all those goal ball people you work out with. Start there. Start telling people about it. Speaking of them, I actually recruited them to listen to the show today. Oh, all right. Yeah. Very good. Always like to hear that. Football is, is interesting. I, I, I watched it on the world championship level. Um, when I competed in judo, we had time to go check out some of the other sports. And uh, I had never heard a room be so quiet besides like watching golf or something like that. It gets quiet. <laughs> get as quiet as people playing golf kind of thing wow but it's necessary i mean to you know play the game you need to hear what's going on and right and stuff but yeah yeah some pretty they, they, noisy they gyms. well not noisy but i've there's been lots of like rustling and different things and it's very distracting mm-hmm. when it's when you're just trying to listen for the ball it's very distracting when there's just lots of people. I mean, I know there's a lot of players that can tune it out, and I eventually started doing that at one point too. Uh, but now I'm I'm getting back into it again, and it's just like ah, everything's so distracting. Yeah, yep, that's a part of your brain you have to develop to tune things out. So, Amy, uh, people can find information about this program on the Strive for You website currently. Um, C does not not have its own website. 
uh, are it, they planning on it or is it, will it always be under the strive for you? It will always be under the strive for you. Okay. From my understanding. I mean, unless we get too big for our britches or something like that, which I don't foresee see happening because I know one of the things that we plan on doing is um, I think it's going to be this fall. We're going to have our first strive for you national retreat in Nashville to where they, um, like I said, they've already been doing the adaptive sports and they have an adaptive sports day um, that they've been doing for several years now. And so we're going to do it to where people can do adaptive sports or they can take the self-defense classes or safety education course. I don't, I don't know what the case might be, but then, um, you know, having a day or two to where um, instructors from both programs can come together, learn some stuff, um, do breakouts if we need to, but allowing instructors to be able to work with the public on the adaptive sports slash self-defense day, and then, and then coming back together and sort of learning more and growing and I'm excited about it I think it's going to be I think Ricky said it's going to be the end of September is what they're planning we don't have a hard date yet on it so I'm just trying to get through this week (laughs) hear you (laughs) (laughs) so is uh is the seed program looking for instructors not yet I think that we will start looking uh summer Mm-hmm. is because we want to make sure that the group that we have currently is understanding everything because we have we have a group that's got different skill levels, things like that. So we want to make sure that all the instructors we have starting are solid and then expanding from there. But I think it'll be, well, you'll be able to apply summer and then I don't think we'll do what we're calling our certification trainings, we're calling them hot um, hands-on trainings. Um, it'd probably be early October is what I'm what I'm shooting for. So don't hold me to it, people. Uh, <laughs> right. I like to tend to bite off more than I can chew at times. And I need people to go, no, 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 no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a great idea, but no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Or as Ricky likes to tell me, stop going down rabbit holes. <laughs> right. I- <laughs> area. Awesome. So what will be involved in the um, instructor process? If people do want to become instructors, what will be involved in that process as far as how to do that other than just applying? Um, so there's the application process, of course, then, uh, and there's a few steps in the application process, because honestly, we want to make sure that you're, you know, that we're a good fit for you and you're a good fit for us. We don't want people coming into our program wanting to be instructors that, you know, we just, we may not be their people and that's, that's okay. You know, not, not everybody um, can always get along with everybody. And, but we want to work with people that um, are, are dedicated and the biggest thing willing to grow and learn. Cause that's the big thing around seed. I guess I left that part out. Uh, little tagline I came up with is seed is it strives to build and grow a culture around safety and security for all so um you know we really fancy and we yeah we 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 took well I guess I do really take that to heart as the as the program director you know I really want people to 
want to keep learning. It's not just a, a program that, you know, we've got our basic curriculum and there you're, you're done. Have a nice life. Right. Um, we really want people to um, continue growing their skills as as instructors. But so once they went through the application process and we've all figured out, OK, we're a good fit for each other. It's all it's all gravy from there. Then you would have to you'd have a, a certain amount of time to take our basic safety education course that can be done online, like I said. So you you can um, at your leisure, there will be quizzes with associated with it, because not only is tool used for our instructors, but it's going to be used for people who just want to take it in general. Once they've completed the safety education course with the passing scores, they move on to uh, scheduling their hot training. And once they've done their hot training, then we have a probationary period for, I think it's about six months to where you would be able to work with a mentor and, the, and our mentors are advanced instructors that will help you to kind of go through that process because we don't want somebody that's really gung-ho about instructing and then they get out there on their own and like, uh, what was I supposed to do? <laughs> so right. we really like the idea of, you know, pairing you with a mentor that's in your area. You know, if, if, if they can, they can come and, and work with you, but um, it gives, you know, as, as somebody who's coming new into the program, it gives you somebody to go, okay, I've got questions. What can I do? I mean, not that I'm not happy to answer questions for everybody, but geographically, sometimes it's easier to reach out to somebody that might be, you know, a couple towns away from you or something to that effect. Because I'm central, I'm here in Missouri, but uh, we have an instructor on the East Coast, West Coast, and then in the, in the Midwest too. So it expands out. And then, like I said, once we get through that process of the probation, you take your final and you become an instructor. And um, we we do all those steps for your benefit as much as ours, because we want to ensure that the instructors um, feel comfortable teaching the material and are not going to, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, embarrass themselves <laughs> well there's that yeah there's that oh I mean, i'm gonna do that anyway <laughs> but it's just for the learning I'm sure i will too so don't feel bad Liz. <laughs> it's, part of, it's part of the learning process so right. i mean it's, it's fine i mean about, people know i'm still human right so the the, corp, the companies that we're working with that uh the uh big name companies that have already provided support or assisting in some form or fashion do we have some uh corporations that are providing support not currently okay um we would definitely love some. Mm -hmm. I know that Strive for You, we're working on um, working with the veterans through our VA grants. So that's our big one we're hoping to get. But any kind of donations, sponsorships, the, the more we get, the, the faster we can, can grow and um, come up with new information for people. And yeah, that's uh, we would love that. <laughs> Wasn't there something with Kroger? turn it down? <laughs> wasn't there something with Kroger and uh, I think Walmart or something like that? Uh, oh, those Walmart. were. I think we could apply for grants. Okay. With those yep. companies, yeah. um, yep. to get money to help fund. Okay. This. So, Amy, what type of uh, support are we looking for as a, as a nonprofit from for organizations outside? That is a great question, George. Honestly, we're looking for support on multiple levels. 
volunteers, anybody who's interested in helping us to come up with new curriculum. Um, our marketing team could certainly use some volunteers. We already have some great volunteers, but um, when it comes to marketing, you can never have too many volunteers, in my opinion. And then the best way to help us would be to become a donor, sponsor, or an ongoing sponsor to where you would donate a certain amount every month. That helps us to essentially keep the lights on for the, the organization. And when you donate um, financially to us, it's, it's just going to help us to grow and get the word out there that much faster. This is not one of those kind of organizations that they're focused on turning a profit because it is a nonprofit. And all the money we get, we want to turn around as quickly as possible and create better um, resources for you, services, and, and, and those types of things. Yeah, I'm hoping that Dolly Partner hears this show. And um, since, since uh, you know, the uh, Strive for You and Seeds based out of Nashville, uh, Tennessee area, up her alley, and maybe she'll like um, adopt us and spread the word about, you know, Seed and stuff like that. That'd be kind of cool. That you know, would be very cool. We need to tell her about the kids course. I think oh, yeah. Do Dolly is about all kids. about the kids. Yes, and I would love to meet Dolly. So yeah. Dolly, right? if you are listening to this, you got to... <laughs> <laughs> it's not even about you know, her donating money, but just her supporting an organization such as this. Yes. That's in the area, yeah. I think that'd be kind of right. great. So if anyone listening, they know Dolly Partner or somebody in her crew, you know, let her know that we're fans. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're down, you know, uh, strive for you and see the stick down the street pretty much. Uh, <laughs> so put a shout out. <laughs> you can use her own superhero name and everything. <laughs> That's I know, right. right? Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be own, so cool. Have her own world. <laughs> World. <laughs> it's a real place so. that's right <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that would be great or i would also love uh any of the zombie land cast yes or i just had one pop in my head uh ryan reynolds the guy who does deadpool <laughs> it <it'd> be <laughs> i think deadpool could definitely get behind our our mission and seed well, no, particularly because in the first one, they had the, um, what's her name from uh, Star Trek? Nichelle, uh, I can't remember her last name. Um, was that Lieutenant uh, Hula? Oh, yeah. I, oh. She, was in, she was in Deadpool, and she played a blind character. Oh, that's right. She sure did. So It's been a while since I've seen that movie. That'd be interesting to, you know, get support from Deadpool. <laughs> I would. I would. Yeah, the series, yeah. Uh, that'd be funny. I've been a fan of Ryan Reynolds for a very long time. So I was excited when he started coming back in with movies and, yep. and whatnot. But yeah. yeah, I'll have to throw a Deadpool reference into the next ones that I start. <laughs> <laughs> save that for the adult <laughs> education. You know, you, know what, you know what group demographic that would be perfect for? Mm. Our vets. Yes. When I do a veterans uh, thing, because that's going to be coming out here probably in the next couple months. Because I plan on once we turn in all of our, our basic stuff and our kids in transition, then I'm going to start working on um, safety education courses with seniors, um, traveling, veterans. Not that there's a lot for vets that we need to teach them about safety. It's more of just getting them to rehab back to civilian life in certain ways when it comes to safety. But uh, Zombieland or uh, Deadpool would be a, a great reference in um, the veterans uh, course. <laughs> so I'm going to remember that. <laughs> and I found that oh, working with veterans, it's it's more about teaching them. It's it's not that they don't know 
especially some of them that they don't know some of this stuff. It's just teaching them how to think about it differently. Exactly. Yes. Well, and we even with the seed program, we we came up with um, I don't really like to use the word because it get, it can be one of those words that people can have different um, points of view on it. But we have a weapons policy and um, there's a clause in there for veterans because I um, it's been my personal experience with some vets that they feel safer with their weapons and they've had so much training it's ingrained to their to their their mind and it would be unhealthy for us to go you got to put the gun down because it's not beneficial for your safety and it's it's one of those it's a mental safety thing not you know like and and i think that's one of the things i like about seed is we don't focus just on your physical safety we're focusing also on the mental safety as well so there's um it's an all-encompassing holistic approach to uh <laughs> safety that's what, that's what i was going to say holistic approach exactly yeah yeah and i love that about it yes yep it's one of those things that you know as it, it's it, it sounds even weird coming out of my mouth but I, officially i was the first advanced instructor and so i'm like i have got a lot of work to do <laughs> to catch up to uh what i feel the other advanced instructors are are doing and stuff like that but I've been taking the steps where I'm sort of um, embodying the idea of seed, you know, where I'm doing doing balancing drills every day or studying up on different safety education stuff. Now, that's not going to be the average person because it's not their their job. But it's one of those that if it's if, if it's not going to work for the instructors, then there's something we need to work on to, you know, change up the program and, and stuff like that. So. I've been making my kids do balancing drills with me. (laughs) (laughs) And that's nice that you're, you're, I mean, you're already taking the steps to getting your family involved and having that support, you know, as an instructor, as a student, having that support with having people around you who can encourage you, can help you practice. And, you know, even if you just have them occasionally come up and, you know, grab my arm or grab me in a, different ways and see if I can get away. Those kind of things are always helpful to moving you forward. Well, and that's where I felt like, you know, that when I started thinking, you know, talking with my kids about it and stuff, you know, that's where I got the idea for the kids course. I'm like, this doesn't need to be something where we're just talking at kids. It needs to be an all encompassing thing because, you know, not only am I blind and have been for almost 30 years now, but my husband um, has cystic fibrosis, which is a lung condition. My son has a couple different learning disabilities and some other mental health issues. But a majority of my family, in some shape or form, and that's like my, my mother has seizures and this, that, and the other. But that's where I knew when it came to the self-defense part and the, the safety education, we needed to think about the mental part because for my son, you know, sometimes he doesn't always get things like I haven't had him tested, but I, I'm pretty sure he's on the, the high functioning autistic side. Um, and it's more of just those social cues that he doesn't pick up and mm-hmm. and things like that. But and just all the and of course, as I started thinking about my kid, I thought about all the other kids, essentially, I, I keep saying kids. But if you're under 25, you're a kid to me at this point. <laughs> um, but I've worked with a lot of kids and there is the the struggle of the the physical side of it but it's a mental part too and that's where one of the parts that i like about our safety education piece is we help students to 
what I call, you know, essentially finding your voice. Um, how do you tell somebody not to, to grab you in a polite way? Or, you know, if it's a situation where you don't need to be polite, how would you do that? Because something I say is going to feel comfortable for me, but, you know, Leslie, you might not feel comfortable saying what I'd say. And so you'd need to come up with your own terminology, your own way of telling people to back off, <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, this sounds really cool. And I'm looking forward to having this as an option in the near future for for education and confidence building, because I think this is going to be, um, you know, as the name, the name says, empowering and uh, building confidence. And even if you never have to use self-defense, um, and hopefully you never do, just knowing that you can defend yourself if something happens is definitely empowering and and boost your confidence in your ability to go out and and live your life. Amen. So with that, does uh, Megan, do you have any more questions or comments? I don't believe I do. I think you guys covered it pretty well. Cool. George, how about you? Yeah, I think um don't really have too much. I really do appreciate Amy coming here and, you know, being on her show and discussing. See, I'm excited about the program myself, being one of the uh, dance instructors and covering the East Coast uh, <laughs> as of now until we get people in places where they can do other great things. Um, and it's a really good program. I'm, I'm motivated by it. And the overall mission is just, you know, empowering people to provide for themselves or take care of themselves. I think is a, is a, is a key thing for any type of self-defense program. So I'm really excited about it. So I'm glad that Amy could come here and uh, talk to people about the program. Uh, this has been our 12th episode, I believe. Is that correct? It is. We have been, yes, we have been recording a, for a year. For a year throughout the entire pandemic. I know. I feel right? special. There you go. There you go. So, You're on the year anniversary and that's everything. Right. Pretty much, yes. Number, yeah. number 12 is lucky. So yeah, That's right. It well, is. 13, 13 is my favorite number, though, I'm going you know. Oh, you can't go. have that. That's my favorite number. So. Okay, well, <laughs> we'll, we'll fight about it. We'll fight about it. All right. Use your superpowers. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, sure yes, if you want her breaking out that lariat. And <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways. <laughs> Oh, goodness. That's a whole nother episode. <laughs> Amen. <That's> a different <laughs> show, probably, too. <laughs> Maybe will we not. Cover, but... <laughs> will we cover that topic? <laughs> well, we'll have Just to safe word, that. pineapple. <laughs> I like I like the safe word Beetlejuice, because if you have to say it more than three times, you're kicking somebody's ass. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. <laughs> it adds some humor to it and it gives you some flexibility, you know. So somebody does try to push it, be like, all right, I've said it three times now. It's <laughs> that's right. Now you're in trouble. <laughs> oh goodness. That's awesome. All right, everyone. Well, um, Amy, thank you so much for coming on the show and talking about the seed program. Um, yes, thank you, Amy. Forward to getting that started. Thank you for having me on the podcast. It's I do appreciate it. Have you. I'm a subscriber now too. So Ooh, excellent. Excellent. Yay. If you do us do us a favor and put us on on your TikTok, add on there that uh, <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Let I people will. know. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Let, let people know that uh that we are out out there and here and they can uh, subscribe and listen. 
There I we will go. absolutely do that. That's yeah. Whenever I get some time George to actually put you know, in charge of our TikTok channel. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I think TikTok's just fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, I'm still trying I, to figure it out, but um, I haven't got on it yet. <laughs> you can go down a rabbit hole. I do warn people before they download it. I'm like, you yeah. might want to set aside, you know, a couple hours. Yeah. You're going to be like, what the hell? I just lost 40 minutes just watch this viewing videos for no apparent reason. Uh huh. Well, they <laughs> they kind of at least on mine they load one right after the other, and it's like, yeah, okay. really, okay. Oh, <laughs> oh wait, I was gonna stop, but let me just watch this one. <laughs> this one's funny. Well, it's a vicious right? cycle. It's like a slot machine. You yeah, just it is. keep you know, going up, and it's <laughs> like. <laughs> See, then I post those on my Facebook. So like, yes. So it's continuous <laughs> videos. See, I, so I actually, I actually track and see who's watching, you know, <laughs> which ones. That's funny. So. Oh my goodness. That's great. <laughs> All you crazy social media. I, I was doing good at staying off TikTok until I met I Amy. I was too. <laughs> I'm a bad influence. What can I say? They made me a TikTok celebrity, so I had to <laughs> figure I had to join. <laughs> I thought I've done good staying off, staying off it this long. You have, but I don't. I don't know. <laughs> like with peer pressure and everything else, it's a good platform, and especially after you've used it for a while, the algorithm really just shows you what you want. It right. doesn't. I mean, I'll occasionally get stuff in my newsfeed where I'm like, where did that come from? Like a girl shaking her butt. And I'm like, what is this? Like, I don't <laughs> like those kind of videos. Was that my newsfeed? What? <laughs> <laughs> you do back to my phone. I did my... not log into your account, George. I'm pretty <laughs> okay, sure. I don't to say. <laughs> I've seen that one. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a few of them. And I'm well, like, there's oh, a lot of them out there. Sometimes like, that's uh, all you do. Uh, even as a yep. guy, I'm like, that's all you do. That's <laughs> what you chose to post on the internet. Oh. I looked at 100 of your postings, and that's all you do. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm bored. <laughs> you know? We need so. to talk about internet safety. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, we need to talk about that at some point. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, needs to be a topic. Oh, oh my gosh. Well, everyone, this has been fun. Um, if you want more information on the SEED program, please check out the Strive for You website, and that's strive the number four you.org. You can find us at handsonsafety.net. You can email us at feedback at handsonsafety.net if you have any questions that you would like us to pass along to Amy. You can do that. Or if you would like us to cover some topics. Yes, please. We're always looking Give for us new topic topics. ideas. Always love to hear those. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, look for Hands on Safety Podcast. And you can find us on Twitter at hands underscore safety. And we look forward to bringing y'all another episode next month. Everyone take care until then. Bye. Have a good one. Later, everybody. Thank you, Amy. Thank you.